evening, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. And today we're going to talk about the 2008 classic Cloverfield. I think it's 2008. It was 2008. All right, so let's get started because I do have uh, quite a bit to say about yeah, this there, one. Yeah, there's uh, a lot to say going back uh, looking at this guy. All right, so I guess like we always do, we're just going to kind of give a broad overview of yeah. the movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we'll probably give spoilers now, even though I don't think there's really much to spoil. Yeah, but uh, if you haven't seen it by now, then you're probably not going to see it. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. Uh, so, uh, this takes place in uh, Manhattan. Yep. Uh, some uh, guy, uh, probably mid to late 20s, uh, gets a promotion or so something, uh, something along those lines where uh, he has to move to... Japan, and uh, he lives in a uh, an apartment facing uh, Central Park. Uh, he has a m massively luxurious life for yeah the mid two thousand eights during the the big recession. Yeah, things uh things are about to go bad for the country, and I do want to pin yeah. it all on this one yeah, guy. Yeah, this uh, his name is Rob. And you're going to be hearing that that name uh, yeah, quite, quite a, a bit. bit. So, uh, so they his friends, uh, his brother, his girlfriend, uh, they hold this big shindig for him uh, as going a going away, away yeah, party. Going away party, uh, like all right, and they give the camera to uh, T.J. Miller, yeah, who uh, wasn't known as T.J. Miller at the time. He was just known as HUD in this movie. Yeah. So, um, and he's going around recording testimonial and. The whole movie is basically kind of like a found footage, you know, type movie, uh, where it's just the camera, the whatever the guy's recording. Yeah. That's what you see the whole time. Yeah, uh, just a first person view the whole time. Mm -hmm. And uh, something happens where there's an explosion in. Uh, I was gonna say Pearl Harbor, but no, that that's was a, that's that, on that, the other that, side of the country. Yeah, oh, that's also a few years earlier. <laughs> uh, but uh, Hudson Bay. Mm -hmm. uh, right by the Statue of Liberty, there's a oil tanker, and then there's an explosion, and uh, the Statue of Liberty's head is oddly enough launched right in front of their apartment. Yeah, their it, apartment. It, it was actually a good. It was a good shot. Yeah, it was a good uh, trailer shot. Um, the uh, the Cloverfield monster really knew his cinematic uh, prowess. Yeah, he knew what would look good for a shot. Yeah, and that's the and Britain just kind of hit on the head right there. That's the thing. It was a monster. It was this giant yeah. monster. Um, uh, I guess you, I guess you can call it maybe uh, kaiju esque. Um, yeah, it's really the uh, America's really uh, other than did uh, what was that other movie made by uh, Guillermo del Toro? Oh, uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, is uh, did that, I think that came afterwards. So this yes. would probably be uh, unless uh, other than King Kong, America's other b big kaiju movie. Uh, there was, I uh, will say. There was one movie, one uh, I would say kaiju movie, yeah, um, that actually predates Godzilla, and uh, it doesn't predate King Kong, obviously. Okay, but it was called The Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Okay, and it's also pretty much about the same thing—a giant, uh, giant reptilian monster rising from the sea yeah. and attacking a city. Yeah, you know, it's one of those classic 1950s B movies. Yeah. That, uh, but basically, I think it beat Godzilla to the punch by a few years. Now, you know, now that I think about it, like America had a lot of you know B movies where a giant X attacks city. Yeah, exactly. Y. Yeah, you so, got the them. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, this uh, this was a more I guess uh, uh, more modern telling of it, and uh, what happens is. The whole rest of the movie is just the uh, this this group of people: Rob, his brother, his brother's girlfriend, HUD, and this uh, this kind of uh, loner girl uh, who was just kind of invited to the party by mistake. You know, they're just running around New York City trying to stop, uh, or just basically trying to survive. Well, yeah. I say basically trying to survive, uh, but Rob is gung ho, uh, you know, trying to to. Uh, get his, uh, I guess, ex-girlfriend or... His friend. His, his friend that he had slept with, but they had a complicated relationship, and it was not really addressed, but somehow he has to go all the way to uh, uh, the other side of Manhattan for her and, uh, and really kind of pick her up and really go out of the way and put himself and his friends in danger to get her. And that kind of uh, highlights the 
main issue with the movie that I have. There's a lot to actually talk about with this movie, um, but I'll start with the the main thing, the main flaws that the movie has, which is um, if you hear a lot of weird noises going in the background, it's because my uh, microphone arm decided out of nowhere to just kind of slide around. You should be good now. Okay, <laughs> thank you. To start just sliding around, so <laughs> I, I've been like holding it up while Portland has been fixing like, it. Like uh, we were trying our best to to kind of just go back and forth, yeah, and, and hide it. I think we did a good job. Yeah, and then I was like, you know, what? full might, disclosure, might as well address it. Yeah, there was a technical issue, but anyway, um, Rob was the biggest problem in the movie for yeah. me. He was just downright selfish. Like you could say, oh, he wants to rescue his. His uh, would-be girlfriend slash one of his best friends from childhood. Yeah. He loves her, but it's like, man, he knowingly just disappears from the group at times. Yeah, uh, wanders around so everyone has to run after him. Doesn't tell anyone a dang thing, and then puts him in needless danger the entire time. To to put this in perspective, like uh, his brother died in front of him. His brother was smashed uh, by the the, the monster. And he just kind of looked spacey for a while and then ran to a store to get a cell phone battery to call his girl. Yeah, so there's a point um, a little bit later in the movie where he's trying to... They're still trying to find the, you know, his his girlfriend. We'll call... I forget her name. We'll call her Marla. Beth. Beth. Okay. All right, so he's he's trying to go out and find Beth. Yeah. And there's a, you know, there's a point where his uh, Lily, his brother's girlfriend... You know, uh, is walking well, with him. Ex-girlfriend now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, where they're walking together, and you know, she's consoling him despite the fact that he just saw, you know, she just saw her her boyfriend die, and he's talking about like, yeah, he saw his brother die, but he's yeah. talking about like, man, it's it's it sucks. I have to go and uh, like, you know, it's like I'm gonna lose her. You don't know what that's like. He yeah. says that, and she's like, you know, well, I. She literally tells him, I just, you know, I just lost my boyfriend I, I'm heartbroken he's like it's not the same it's not the yeah. same you knew he knew that you loved him it's not the same and I'm like yeah. man what a selfish <laughs> fucking Shit. asshole and uh, and then the uh, the the other girl that's a little bit separate from the group she doesn't really know them yeah she kind of like I said she was invited by accident yeah. kind of uh, like she gets injured like mm-hmm. one of the uh, <laughs> uh, one of the, uh, the, the I, I think it's a parasite that comes off the monster yeah that the monster might, has air uh, air support basically yeah. it drops in little bugs and, and they they have the weirdest little uh, like uh, chitter chitter <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and like she gets tackled and bitten really bad by one of these mm-hmm. and she's bleeding out and uh tj miller's you know still trying to score with her he's even you know throughout the whole movie tj miller is still trying to hit on her yeah and uh yeah even as she's trying uh to not bleed out like he's like all right, all right well yeah. we got we got to get moving yeah rob's like Listen, I can give you a minute or two to, to, yeah. to rest, but you know we we really have a we ha- we have to move on. Yeah, and it's and like, man, what a what a shit. Like I I was rooting against him the entire movie, and that's not a good sign. Yeah, uh, and for some reason I don't really understand. Like a lot of people were were kind of really didn't like T.J. Miller in this. Uh, I, I can, I can kind of understand a little bit because you know he is the comic relief. He's the comic relief, and he does have a bit of a annoying voice. But like Rob, throughout this whole ordeal, uh, was just a self-centered uh, little shit. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of T.J. Miller. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot of movies I don't like him in, but there's also some movies I do like him in, like, uh, oddly enough, the Emoji movie. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, that was, like, the Emoji movie wasn't bad because of T.J. Miller, which, okay. is, which is what I'm trying to say. Um, but in this movie, he was, like, uh, I don't like him really because he's annoying in most of the movies he's in. Yeah. Um, but this was the least, he was the least annoying character in this movie. Like, uh, he was a character I was rooting for. That that's saying something when a one when a character is a more you know more annoying than T.J. Miller. Yeah, when all the characters are more annoying than T.J. Miller. Though there's yeah. one aspect about um, 
about these uh, actually there's a few aspects about Cloverfield I want to talk about but there's one yeah. in particular because it was pretty much the biggest thing about the movie and I know you mentioned it earlier and that was the trailer um, when this trailer hit I forget what movie I was seeing it was some something in 2007 um, when this trailer hit yeah. it didn't have a title to it nobody knew what it was called oh yeah uh, everyone called it just Bad Robot yeah and I remember it was, the movie was uh, Transformers, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, that's exactly what it was. So, everybody was, you know, kind of going on about this because, you know, the, the rumor mill just kind of swirled for a while. People were like, yeah. oh, is this a Godzilla? You know, they know it was a giant monster movie, but they didn't know what it was. Like, oh, is this another American remake of Godzilla? And it's like, no, that's stupid. No. That, that'd be six years later. Um, <laughs> Which was significantly better, yes, than the the original uh, with Matthew Broderick. But I don't know, that was all right. <laughs> that's a different. That's a that's a movie. For, that's a take for a different day. But um, yeah, people are wondering: is this going to be an original monster? Is this going to be uh, a classic monster? Mm -hmm. I actually threw my hat into the ring when I was with my friends. I was like, yeah, I think this is going to be a remake of Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Hmm. It wasn't obviously. Uh, I don't. I, I don't remember uh, really throwing my hand in the ring on that one. Uh, I'm kind of glad they went with uh, you know a, an original IP rather yeah, than me too. Uh, than a, another uh, conversion from Japanese to or some other country to to American because I, I think. Uh, despite all the criticism this movie got, it was not a bad movie. Nah, that's one thing I can say. I guess uh, about 15 minutes in, we can actually share yeah. an opinion on it, which is... <laughs> <coughs> this movie was okay. Yeah, it was uh, perfectly reasonable. It was it was not bad uh, at all. As, as monster movies go, I, it was really uh, something the found footage, first-person shot genre... Uh, needed uh, because it, it really hasn't been done before. Yeah, and uh, it, you know a first person's perspective from something uh, that uh, yeah, I guess you know, like damaging a would be uh, would be you know it, it was a good take on it. Like uh, it's kind of it's kind of like we've seen a lot of monster movies. Now yeah. I think we watched all the original Godzillas and uh, a few others. Yeah. Um, We've watched a lot of uh, a lot of found footage movies. Oh, that we have. Um, and so the mixture of the two actually worked out uh, kind of well. Yeah. And I'm actually uh, quite surprised that you know watching it again that it worked out as well as it did. Because mm -hmm. I remember watch, leaving the theater being like, "Ah, eh, that was okay. Yeah, that yeah, was fine." And I still have the same opinion. Like, "Eh, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine." I, uh, I yeah, it, it, I wish. Uh, I know they made the uh, ten. What was it? Ten Cloverfield. I think twelve Cloverfield. That's, that's actually next. Thing I want to talk about is apparently there's like a Cloverfield extended universe. Yeah. Like I think it was twelve Cloverfield Lane, which I haven't seen, but I've seen the uh, cinema sins, so I know yeah. how it ends. And uh, uh, the Cloverfield paradox, which I also haven't seen. I'm pretty sure you saw it. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Oh, oh uh, I have to watch it. I yeah. know it's on Netflix. Oh, cool. And uh, so that also revolves around the Cloverfield monster. Uh, kinda, yeah. Or the Cloverfield universe? Yeah, it does. Well, I was thinking when I was watching the movie, I was like, you know, I wonder if there's other, you know, if we can somehow find a way to shoehorn other movies into this Cloverfield universe, you know? Like, uh... Like, I got, yeah, I got a few of them. Like, um, maybe, uh, Deliverance. <laughs> like, maybe, you know, the monster doesn't attack him, but maybe you have, like, a radio broadcast at the... At the beginning of the movie, it's like, yeah. oh, New York's under siege by a monster. New York? I don't care about no New York. happens. I was going to say uh, Wall Street. Yeah? With, uh, you know, Gordon Gecko Gordon, is... Gordon really big Gecko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, I lost my train of thought with that one. Monsters, for lack of a better word, are good. Uh, like him and the monster go to jail for embezzlement. <laughs> I was thinking while I was watching, I was like, hmm, maybe a troll in Central Park. Yeah. Maybe maybe that can have a connection to the Cloverfield movie. What's a troll in Central Park? It was a shitty cartoon oh, movie. Oh, I in, think like, I know 90s. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would like to see this, uh, this, this lovable... Uh, annoying troll character kind of getting smushed under uh, the Cloverfield <laughs> well, monster's foot. If we're gonna go, uh, if we're gonna go animation, then I want American Tail. 
where where Fifel's crying, you know, uh, or uh, climbing this this giant monster and swinging around and uh, like uh, they uh, he flies around the uh, on a pigeon. The Statue of Liberty being built only for the head to be uh, <laughs> to be knocked off. See, I was thinking uh, with the Fievel thing is like right after he unveils that giant uh, like that giant mouse monster thing yeah. that he that he uses <laughs> to scare the cats. Like he thinks everything's safe. He thinks that they're running from his shitty yeah. thing, but it's really the monster that they're running from. <laughs> it's right behind him. He's like, wow, that. That worked better than I thought it was going to be. Look at him go. They're screaming. <laughs> and, and then just the Cloverfield monster stomps it. Yep. Aww. <laughs> we waste a secret weapon. <laughs> See, uh... uh that, was, that was what's her name from, uh... uh I know she was, uh... Mrs. White from Clue. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, um... I forget her name, but yeah, uh, uh, she was the voice who shouted Madeline that. Madeline Kahn. I love yeah, Madeline, Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn was... Oh, she yeah. was a voice of that. Yeah, she was a voice oh, in, uh, awesome. in uh, American Tale. All right, so uh, let's see if we're going. Now that we know that like animation is on the table, yeah. If we're gonna go to Toontown, oh my god, you know uh, that that's actually a good question. Like uh, that would be how I do Cloverfield Two, which in Toontown. <laughs> well, they um, Toontown has been bricked off for years, fucking years. After that, will happened, you know, and the tunes got control of Toontown. It went to shit. Like they are, yeah. they are really bad at managing towns, <laughs> and uh, so they decided to just brick it off so that no tunes can come across, okay. and no humans can go across there. And then here comes the Cloverfield monster smashing shit up, and they're like, you know what, guys? <laughs> I think it's time to unleash Toon Town, and you get all the tunes coming out and trying to fight uh, yeah, the Cloverfield, and it's perfect because they're you know for all intents and purposes uh, immortal. Like, you can't kill a toon. Yep, uh, except I want the uh, Cloverfield monster to bleed dip. Oh. You never see <laughs> you never see what his blood is because he's just, you know, yeah. plated armor, I oh, guess. Yeah, like he, that, that's, he has some kind of venom sack that shoots dip at uh, yeah, toons. Yeah, ex exactly. And, you know, so at least it's a little bit more fair. Yeah. So, you know, they go up there and because, man, I got to tell you, that would be an ultimate battle. You see uh, Sylvester flying, like Tweety is flying and Sylvester is yeah. hanging on. You know, to Tweety as he's flying up, <laughs> and then he drops and just starts scratching at him, and then just gets dissolved by the dip. Yeah. <laughs> Who, Sylvester or yeah, Tweety? Sylvester, uh, uh, both. No, I just want Tweety. This was, <laughs> you know, Sylvester's like, he's mourning. Oh no, they finally got him. <laughs> uh, that's my Sylvester impression. <laughs> it was after he got a root canal. He's holding, <laughs> he's holding Tweety, who's melting in his hands. Please speak to me. Come on, face something! That's a good- That's, that's good not Sylvester. bad, that's not bad. Uh, My, mine was, uh... Mine was after the, uh... After he was really old and fell in the shower. He got a little bit of dip on his mouth. <laughs> a little bit of dip went in his ear and got into his brain. <laughs> he had a stroke. Oh. Well, that's too far. <laughs> Is that too far for a cartoon? So, here's how I'm thinking now with the tunes coming in. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh... You know, Tom and Jerry are facing off against it, and uh, the Cloverfield monster yeah. stomps on Jerry, and he just kind of gets a little lump on his head and yeah. wanders around. <laughs> and then Tom gets angry and goes and he, you know goes to fight it, and then he yeah. gets stomped. And then Butch comes up and he just clobbers the Cloverfield monster <laughs> and hurts it. But the uh, the Cloverfield monster like chomps on Tom's tail, and he does that Tom bellow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. In fact, let's just not even stop at Toontown. Yeah. Let's bring everyone that we can possibly think of to fight the Cloverfield monster. Like, you know, you get Megazord in yeah. there from the Power Rangers. Okay. That, that'd be cool. I mean... I, it, I think I think the Cloverfield monster is a lot bigger than the... Uh, I think it would beat... I think, you know, the Megazord couldn't beat it. I no. think what would happen is they would get uh, they would get their Megasword, and they'd do their little charge up, yeah. they'd slash it, and then it would just still be there. And then they're like, oh... And then he just gets stomped. <laughs> Usually it goes away now. But it's oh. not, not going away. Don't oh. worry, guys. I got this. Oh. Imagine now, imagine in my head that he's running away but still kind of playing the flute. Yeah, he's playing that retreat song yeah. that they, uh, they would play <laughs> in the Civil War. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Oh, that's what they would do. Yeah, they, that's they funny. Would, they would funny. have a fifeman. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's exactly what, how I would do it. <laughs> and uh, let's see what else we could. Uh, how would Pee Wee Herman? Hmm. Uh, Pee Wee Herman's not really a fighter. He's more. Hey, of he's a not lover. really. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he's not really a problem solver at all. Hey, he's just an asshole. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe that's what we need to save the day. <laughs> I don't know, Jambi. Maybe you should do something about this. Mecca like a high, Mecca no. He <laughs> <laughs> just closes his doors. <laughs> uh. But, but Peter. But Peter. <laughs> but Peter. <laughs> I don't want to fight the monster, Pee Wee. Yeah, fight the monster, uh, Terry. That's Terry? I, oh, I want to call him Petey. Petey? Yeah, no, it's not Petey. It's Terry, I think. Yeah, I think it was, it was Terry. Petey was the, the, mon the monster, the dinosaur from uh, Land Before Time. Oh, the one that didn't talk. Yeah, actually, no, I'm thinking of Ducky. I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah Ducky's the one that... Yeah, was, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so yep. I don't know what I, I don't know anything. I've only seen a movie once. Uh, so maybe uh, Sharptooth. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be... No, no. No, yeah, Sharptooth doesn't have it. This thing is the size of buildings. Like, you remember the scene from King Kong, the original, where King Kong just takes the dinosaur's mouth and just rips it open. Yeah. That's what would happen to Sharptooth, I think, if uh, it went against the Cloverfield monster. It would, uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stand a chance. Now, I guess that does bring us to a good question. Let's bring in Godzilla into the mix versus, uh... uh oh, I, I don't think... It, it would be a tough fight because even, like, uh, you know, conventional weapons did nothing to it, uh, but... Other than that, it didn't really have uh, have any powers. It had the power of parasitic, yeah. uh, of parasites. And, it, like, alright, so there's two things that could happen. Either yeah. one, Godzilla just does his monster breath and uh, yeah. and just demolishes all the parasites and melts the, the, the Cloverfield monster. Because I bet you Godzilla would win. Yeah, I, I, like, the Cloverfield monster, I, I think... Oh, it wouldn't stand a chance. Like it fought, it fought fucking uh, Ghidorah. Yeah. Like Godzilla could take this bitch down. Yeah. But yeah. I also think it'd be funny if one of the little parasites kind of bit Godzilla in between the toes. And, and then his, his, his just chest bursts open. Yeah, he just he just pops. Bite, bite. That would actually see in my universe. That would be terrifying. People are watching, like, get him, Godzilla. Yeah. And then you see him just pop into a oh. bloody mess, and it's like, and, oh. and just. Square blocks are just covered in viscera. And then, like, a whole, like, a bunch of the blood and guts just drops right on Dean Yeager. <laughs> and what is saved? What saves New York? All the seagulls that come to feed <laughs> on the viscera and eventually get the Cloverfield monster. It picks it clean to the yep. bone. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I, I remember talking uh, while the movie was going on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like... You know, what if this took place in in the MCU, but not not the the whole big MCU, just in Spider-Man. Yeah, you were like yeah. like what happens if Spider-Man's the only superhero that New York has and here comes this giant monster and it's like, "Well, I'm sorry, Spidey, but this really like this yeah. falls on you." Uh, it, it really would be the only like the, the it Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like Spider. It would fall on Spider-Man because like, look, you battled Thanos. Yeah. Uh, you you killed all the like when these giant monsters came through before you killed them. Uh, you're fine. Uh, I, I like, like to look. think he was like he was he was psyching himself up or not psyching. He was yeah. kind of like you know after um after the portals close and everything after the battles won. You know, Spider-Man was telling the city like. And look at me, I I beat all those fucking giant monsters. You saw me, I was out there, I was tussling with them, they were all gone. And, you know, they were probably like, Oh, okay, could you do that again with this giant monster? Uh, uh, I, I, Iron Man was there, you know. Uh, but how, like, it's it's tough because, like, if conventional weapons won't do, uh, won't kill it, and supposedly not even a nuke would, uh, if, uh, if we're to believe, like, the Easter eggs and all the, uh, mm -hmm. like, the the theories on the film, like, that, that's gonna be tough. That, that would even be a tough, uh, a tough one for Godzilla. Well, I think, I think the thing is, is, like, because when you think about it, um, 
Godzilla, he, he goes against the army literally every movie. Yeah. They shoot at him. I, I think it's more of a formality yeah. at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's like the, the changing of the guard at the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> it's like an RSVP you know, yeah. response, you know, it's just like, <laughs> all right, just do your little response and... Uh, I'll melt you guys a little bit, and then, you know, you can go away. Yeah, and then you can get your tax dollars for next year. Yeah, it's... it's so it's basically just, like, pork. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. So, but anyway, like, they go against... They shoot missiles at Godzilla. It never works against him. No. Like, maybe, uh... Maybe an oxygen destroyer would, uh, would work against the... Would work against the Cloverfield hmm. monster, but... Here's the thing, like... Godzilla, you know, he's a, he's a brawler. And nothing yeah. stood against this thing to brawl. Everyone just kind of shot at him with ineffectual bullets. Well, not only that, like, he, he had weird dumb mantis arms. And, uh... And, yeah. That's not really a brawling physique. Like, uh, he, he would try and clomp his way to, <laughs> to, to Godzilla. But, you know, really... At the end of the day, Godzilla, you know, he he's a boxer. Yeah, exactly. You saw I, you saw him versus Smog Monster. Yeah. He's ready to go. Like Godzilla would, you know, he would probably nuke mouth him a little bit. Yeah. You know, just to kind of see what <laughs> see what his <laughs> options are. And then, you know, he's like, "All right, yeah. all right, I'm going to I'm going to have to tussle with this guy the old-fashioned way. Give me the old one two. I I would like to believe that uh like you know, he he does the uh, the the stance of, of the fighters from like the 1920s. Oh, like, like uh, ah, I got fisticuffs, huh? <laughs> yeah, here we go. Been a while since we squared off. Oh, parasites, huh? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's yeah that, that and I have a feeling like it would be like other than uh, you know certain exceptions where the, the the monsters die. I think it would just kind of get beaten and go back into the ocean. Like, I think, um, I think if King Kong stepped into this, he would just end up climbing the monster. Yeah. Because that's his, that's his, you know, MO, that's what yeah. he does. he just climbs things. He and climbs to the top of the monster and gets shot by the air. <laughs> the airplanes <laughs> are shooting at King Kong, but not the monster. <laughs> hey, what's that thing? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's one thing down. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, we, we find our victories wherever we can. <laughs> Look, I don't know what that thing was, but it was probably going to be a menace, too. Like, listen, can we destroy the giant monster? No. Can we destroy his little monkey friend? Yes. <laughs> like, let's take down what we can take down and leave the rest to somebody else. Hey, hey, Clover, the Cloverfield monster is distraught. Like, <laughs> like he he's beside himself. Like, that was his little monkey friend that he would have on his shoulder. Like, he... He goes back into the ocean and cries for about 500 years. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, in the future... Right, well, let's see. He goes back in the ocean and cries for 70 years. Then he comes back up... Because it was in the 30s. Oh, okay, okay, I see. And, it come, and that's where he's coming back up now. Yeah. Okay. And, well, good thing that there was the, uh... <laughs> the, uh, Peter Jackson King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> which also took place in the, I guess, the 30s, so never mind. Yeah. Um, there's always a King Kong. Yeah. There's one in the 70s, you know... He's got lots of choices, is all. Yeah. And there's a modern one now. Um, oh, yeah, I haven't... Did that come out yet? That's or coming it? out in 2021. Okay. The new Kong vs. Right. Godzilla. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, there hasn't been one since the uh, the King Kong vs. Godzilla. Of the 70s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, or 60s, I think. Uh, 60s. Yeah, I want to say the 60s. So I, I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with that. I'm one of the few people, apparently, who really liked the Godzilla... Uh, Destroy all, not the, the King of the Monsters one, uh, the the second Godzilla movie that came out recently. Oh yeah, I like that too. I, I thought it was very good. I thought it was good. I looked up on, I was like, oh, let's let's look up online to see how many people, yeah, also like this movie. And apparently, like, not a lot of people did. And I was like, really? Wow, I really like this. I, I th what the thing I think it is is that I don't think Godzilla is as popular in this country as executives kind of anticipate that he is. Yeah, and, and it really is a shame because. At the end of the day, like it's it's really a, a classic staple of a disaster movie. Well, the the interesting thing is because um, we can lump uh, the Cloverfield into this is yeah. that um, every giant monster movie really plays out the same way. Yeah. Uh, which is a giant monster, a city, and a military response which is ineffective. Yeah. You know? So by that token, like. That, that was what happened in the first Godzilla movie, and then yeah. they killed him. Uh, that's what they did with, um, like, like you said, all those giant ant movies and everything from yeah. the 50s. So, 
if they if there is a sequel to Cloverfield, he would have to be going against another monster. Yeah. Like there's like you can't just do oh he's now he's in uh, now he's in Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the cold might uh, might stop him a little bit. Uh, though it does beg the question of you know why did they always go to these big cities? Like you you would think it, it's like going you know, like a normal person going into the forest and just walking through sticker bushes. Like wouldn't you know, like, yeah? Wouldn't wouldn't like Cloverfield want to maybe like go into uh, maybe know, like, maybe the Midwest where it's yeah yeah maybe Kentucky where it's a lot of corn and uh, goes to Oklahoma yeah. Uh, where it's just flatlands, and he doesn't have to go through buildings and people. Yeah, he's he lays back on it. He lays on his back, staring up at the sky with like you know uh, a tree like between his teeth, just picking <laughs> at it. Like you know the stars are out, and he's like, <sighs> you know. Yeah. So you know, why do they always go to the city and just make a mess? Yeah, uh, I think because. If they made a Cloverfield 2 and he was just out in Oklahoma. <laughs> out in the field. Star yeah, staring up at the stars, you know. As some farmer shooting at him with a shotgun. Yeah, like, I think it wouldn't be as interesting cinematically. I, it, it, it wouldn't, but it would be more interesting as a comedy experiment. That's true. See, how I would do it is I would have, um, like, you can't bring HUD back, but I would still do it first person. Yeah. And... He's in the he's in the uh, Oklahoma. He's you know yeah. lying back enjoying the stars. That's when the government gets a secret plan. You know they're gonna put a GoPro cameras on like a group of soldiers, and they're gonna send him or send them uh -huh. into the monster. Okay. Uh -huh. So it's kind of like a fantastic voyage thing, but because the monster's so big, you know, if parasites are like two feet tall, you know, like it's yeah. gonna go in and have to you know like yeah, it's gonna be a tight squeeze, but. Um, I don't know, they're gonna go inside and see how it works, like inner space, just yeah. with, you know... <laughs> just with a monster. Yeah, they're gonna climb up, like, its spine and everything. And so I'm going to... I'm gonna take your idea... Okay. ...and take it a step further, where, uh... You know, uh, Cloverfield is out sleeping in the stars on his field with, uh... ...in his big sleeping bag, and, <laughs> okay. uh... uh and uh, the the government sneaks up on him and uh, puts a big GoPro on him, hmm. and we get a big first person of him uh, stomping on, the city, stomping on the buildings, and I imagine in his uh, big scream language, uh, he, he's just asking for directions. <laughs> like that's the whole thing. He's asking for directions, but he's a bit of a klutz, and uh, you know, he is knocking over buildings. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, and it would be subtitled for us. Yeah. So we can see what, said, what he's saying, but everyone else doesn't know what he's saying. No, and it's, like, he's using uh, a, a polite voice, but it just comes out as a screaming roar because he's so, excuse me, Massive. so big and loud. See, I'm going to go you one step further. Go on. Where um, the government puts the go giant GoPro yeah. on it, but uh, now there's another plot. They're like, listen, we can't stop this monster. So I might as well use it. So they send it into um, another country to release some prisoners that are over there. Boy, they they send them over to Afghanistan. Yeah, like there's a like there's a giant uh, there's a giant maybe the gulags there's a giant yeah. gulag like, okay uh, like a really powerful scientist is in this gulag and so they send him into there so he destroys the gulag and give him just uh, the scientist enough chance it's to escape. Walter Bishop. Yes, like uh, from Fringe. Yeah, from Fringe. Like uh, somehow the the Russians have captured Walter Bishop, and uh, uh, this this monster, which it, it would kind of work because JJ uh, uh, Abrams. JJ Abrams. They're both bad robot productions. Mm -hmm. And you know he, they go there, and at first it's like a terrifying, you know, ordeal for the Russians and everything like that. But yeah. once Walter Bishop breaks out, he, you know, he has. Some way to kind of control it. Yeah. All right, let's go home. And it's swimming very fast across the ocean with him riding on <laughs> I, it. I imagine he somehow you know, finds a way to befriend it. Yeah, exactly. And there's just this mo montage with a, let me tell you about, <laughs> about my, my best, best friend. We'll call it my monster and me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he just, and, but, to, you know, at, at the end of the day, he's, like, it's a one-sided friendship because, uh, you know, Walter Bishop just wants to study it. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, the, the monster's heartbroken and then goes to Manhattan and then uh, takes the Statue of Liberty's head off. Yeah, and so, so this all happened before. Yeah. Okay, so this is a prequel. This is a prequel. Okay, I can, I can get behind that. So, uh, yeah. 
tell me how your digestive tract works. Uh, the, actually, the only way I can really do that is to experience it myself. So I'm going to lay in this pastrami sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to put a small or a, a six-foot piece of bread at the bottom. A layer of cheese and, on top. <laughs> and I will then put myself in a person-sized gel capsule. And <laughs> you then don't spit me out this time. I, I want you to swallow me and so I can mock the progress all the way through. And then when he <laughs> When he ends up getting passed, like, you just I'm, see... I'm in the lower intestine now. <laughs> it is quite foul, as one would expect. And there's a whole slew of different, more disgusting parasites. This is a smell... This is a smell-proof capsule, and yet the stench is permeating through it. That's how intense it is. Like, I imagine he's got, like, a little sharpie, and he's drawing yeah. the digestive tract on, like, the side <laughs> of the capsule so that he uses as a map. <laughs> and there's uh, some parasite of friends there. <laughs> yes, I think that that would be a good prequel to uh, the yeah. Cloverfield. Like I said, it, it mixes all the universes together, <laughs> and it's, it's within a realm of reason. Uh, and that, ooh, then we just have to figure out how Lost uh, gets into it, and... There's just a flashback of a guy eating a bowl of soup. No, see, <laughs> I, pfft, I've, I've got, I've got two ways to do it. Yeah. One, the monster knocks the plane off course, and okay. that just starts the whole thing. That's all you see of it. Yeah. Or two, um, there's a flashback for one of the guys, and it's just like bits and pieces from the spliced in from the uh, Cloverfield movie. All right. And I, I think I found a third, and third more baffling franchise to, to, to fit into this. Okay, I'm interested. Let's do this. The pilot of the plane that went down and lost Okay. was played by the dummy from uh, Lawnmower Man. Oh. So, so now uh, Lawnmower Man's now a part Lawnmower of it. Man's a part of it, so you, you can put uh, uh, the Cloverfield monster in that dumb uh, reboot world that the Lawnmower <laughs> Man was in. Uh, well, I guess if we're doing that, we have to include Lawnmower Man 2. Because um, uh, <laughs> half of Lawnmower Man 2 is Lawnmower Man 1. Yeah, and I don't really know what Lawnmower Man 2 was about because I don't think that film was really finished. Nope. And But here's the thing. Uh, Lawnmower Man t in Part 2 was played by Matt Frewer. Now we can include both Max Headroom and... <laughs> and Honey, I Shrunk yeah, the Honey, Kids. I Shrunk the Kids. And now, think about this. They blow up the mom in part two, and she fights a ah, Cloverfield monster. Or no, the baby. <laughs> or, um, like, they're trying to gas the monster to sleep, and here comes Wayne Zelensky. Twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little star. No, nap. <laughs> and, uh, or, or they shrink the monster and just stomp on it. <laughs> That'd be one way to do it. Yeah. But John they, they put it in a jar. But John Shea uh, plays kind of the bad guy in Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Yeah. He was Lex Luthor in Lois and Clark. <laughs> so now we're bringing <laughs> Superman into this. And what would he do? He would just freeze it. Uh, let's see. What would Superman... Because Superman would definitely beat him, because uh, Superman's he, kind of a cheap... He do, yeah, he's you know, essentially a god. Yeah. yeah. He would do what he does with everything big that he doesn't want. He, he just, just lifts it. lifts it and throws, throws it, it into the, the sun. sun. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does with everything. <laughs> It's like, Superman, you are officially being served a subpoena. Uh, where, where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? <laughs> <laughs> right into the sun. Like, there are so... Like, the sun has gained so much mass from all the things he didn't want to have to it, deal with. It, it's actually contributed to global warming. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, soup. Clark, this is your mother speaking. You will finish your you will finish your anchovies right now, Mister. Where are we going, <laughs> Clark? He's throwing the anchovy every anchovy into the sun, <laughs> like they're extinct. Yeah, because of him, and uh, uh, that's what, how, that's why they're extinct in Futurama. Yep. So now we're bringing the Futurama universe into it, and then, oh, that's that is a whole different can of worms. Like good news, everyone! <laughs> I've unfrozen a monster from the twenty-first century. That's all I got. <laughs> no one. 
Giant, interested. Giant monster. Eh, pesh. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts uh. my voice. My throat to do that voice. I was thinking maybe we can eat the monster. Stop eating the monster, Zoidbub. <laughs> and that brings us right back to French. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we uh, we had Zoidberg and uh, and, and John Bishop, <laughs> Don, Walter Bishop, Walter. John Bishop. So yeah, that is that is the complete extended universe. Although, yeah, if we wanted to, we could include. Uh, Terry Hatcher from Lois and Clark, and have it be, uh, and have it include the Desperate Housewives universe. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to add anything, but no, you know. just have these rich women getting their houses stomped on. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? There's that something would be interesting, actually. Something cathartic about that. Yeah, you have that. Uh, uh, then you have that cat at the plate meme. <laughs> Because I think that was from Desperate. No, House. that was that was a uh, that was Real Housewives. Uh, I don't know. The yeah, difference. Desperate Housewives was, a, was like a show show. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's just housewives. Yeah, but it was it really is pretty much the same thing. It was just about like a, yeah. a bunch of rich women on Wisteria Lane, oh. and it's kind of more like a, a a late night soap. But that is interesting to have a late night kind of soap with you know just kind of uh, you know rich girls having their own rich girl problems. Yeah, being interrupted. By a giant <laughs> Cloverfield monster, like, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and, and then yeah, then them just complaining about it and how it's uh, ruined their lives, like, even though they survived. Yeah, like I imagine they're having uh, they're having coffee together, but like they're at a you know nice a nicely you know set. Uh, wooden kitchen table. Yeah. They're all drinking coffee, but there's no walls because the monster <laughs> smashed it earlier. And the butler is still there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, serving them the tea. Oh, thank, uh, th thank you, Tiny Watson. <laughs> You're very welcome, Mum. <laughs> you know, and, uh, he's just standing off to the side, and he's, I imagine, I imagine his clothes are scratched and torn because he had to fight off a few of the parasites. I, I, I want to say it was, he, yeah, he fought off the parasites, but the front of his, uh, the front of his, uh, tuxedo is fine, and the back is just nothing there but his, uh, polka dot underwear. And because, like, he has to keep up appearances, so, yeah. you know, he, he's got it so that, like, he never drops the facade of professionalism. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if he turns around, you can see just how much he's struggling. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's a good character arc. I like that. I, I imagine there's a lot of, uh, like, Russian gang tattoos on him. <laughs> Before he became a butler, he had a wild life. Oh man, they called him Baba Yaga. They <laughs> he has a uh, he's got like tally marks on his back for everyone he's killed. <laughs> but that does bring up something uh something interesting. How would John Wick deal with the uh, the Cloverfield mm. ma uh, monster? I think that this might be something that John Wick couldn't handle. I don't know. I think John Wick would get his pencil and then, like, go into the monster and then find, uh, the one weak point. Because apparently, like, that, you know, he he has an eye for that. See, I think the whole movie would just be John Wick, ver work. John Wick versus this monster. Like, tail swipe, he dodges yeah. it, he shoots at it. It's kind of like a stalemate all the way through as John Wick is jumping around, climbing different parts of this thing's body, fighting off parasites, fighting off... All this yeah. stuff until he gets to the juicy, uh, moist brain, <laughs> and he just kind of Robocop twos it and just smashes it. And or, that's it. or maybe uh, the 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 uh, owner of the Continental Hotel, like, so we 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 didn't want to use this. This was still in an experimental phase, oh, so John. It's an so it's like a, a uh, they give John Wick a giant John Wick shaped robot. Oh, I thought you meant that. Well, this uh, that the Cloverfield monster is one of the assassins that oh. works in the Continental, <laughs> and like, wants to collect the bounty. Like, like he, he's, like his fingernail is in the Continental, you know, and he brings it out every <laughs> once in a while to sip tea. But you know, he can't kill anyone uh, while he's in the Continental. Yep. Because you know, you can't do that. that that's uh, no business on company grounds. You see, I, I have two ideas for this. One. Uh, it would be a whole 105 minute movie yeah. where John Wick is just fighting this one thing. Like I said, there's parasites yeah. everywhere and you get to see some cool gunplay yeah. with the parasites. But yeah, he's just moving up the monster bit by bit by yeah. bit until he gets to the top and kills it. Or, like, we can still have that, but at some point maybe he falls down and the monster is just 
lifting its foot to stomp it, <laughs> and then he puts his hand on the Continental and it just stops. Like, Terror base. <laughs> or, or maybe John Wick gives Godzilla one of those gold coins that he has uh, to uh, to hire him, where he has that little uh, uh, that trinket that he had in the second one to to offer services that uh, that required uh, Godzilla that will require Godzilla to force him into servitude. <laughs> like this is one that uh, this is one that more uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne would stay out of. <laughs> like, nope, not this one. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. See ya. He just kind of throws a smoke bomb, and there's just his clothes he, there. When he, he glides back. away on his flying chair from uh, uh from, from Event uh, Horizon. Horizon. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw one last thing into the mix. Okay. One last extended universe, um, Cloverfield monster thing, and it ha it's apropos of nothing. Okay. And it, it really, now the more I think about it, is probably a bad idea, but Gilligan's Island. Hmm, I know whatever they will use is definitely going to be coconut yes, based. Yes, coconut, there's going to be a lot of coconut. They, they have, they are heavily, co they have uh, the best coconut technology uh, that coconuts can it, provide. It's a coconut infrastructure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I imagine there's a lot of, like, you know, uh, see, I imagine the professor's got, like, he's got, like, you know, a hollowed out palm tree, yeah. and he's shooting the coconuts like missiles, and you see the coconut flying <laughs> and then exploding in a huge explosion. Well, golly! Well, that's, that's a terrible kill again. <laughs> golly, Professor, what's in there? Coconut milk and uh, nitroglycerin. Uh, it was like, uh, I imagine uh, the the Professor somehow uses coconuts to make a heavy water plant and a, and a, centri <laughs> and a centrifuge uh, in order to you know enrich coconut uranium. <laughs> I imagine at one point. The monster is like trying to, you know, trying to step on the island because yeah. the island's tiny, and the skipper just kind of is holding it up at bay, you know. <laughs> Get out of here, little buddy! <laughs> skipper, come on, Skipper, what are you doing? I don't know how much longer I can hold this. And uh, uh here, here's a. Now I, I go ahead. I, 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 I know we're in the middle of Gilgans Island, but that's it, fine. We can. But uh, it did make me think, like. Uh, giant Kratos when he was fighting Ares. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, he wouldn't have a problem with this thing. You don't think so? No, because, like, Kratos had to fight a god. Yeah, that, that is true. This <laughs> thing is, uh, th this thing's just a, a, a lizard. It, yeah. So that that would be pretty much the only thing you could do, you, is you would have to summon a Greek god in order to take care of this giant monster. And, but then, of course, you are a slave to the gods. Look! It protected your city. Yeah, that's uh, you know. I guess that's and, true. And all you have to do is, uh, like, all the gods want is just an, a, a church. Yeah, apparently, just to, acknowledgement. Be, yeah, they they just want someone somewhere to pray to them. So if you just uh, if someone just throws up there like Ares, you know, like, and they 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 devote I, themselves. I don't know why, but from the gesture you look did that, I imagine it was like a uh, Megazord coin from Power <laughs> Rangers. Ares, <laughs> Athena. Zeus! Hermes. <laughs> With your powers combined! That's a different show. Yeah. Captain Planet couldn't fight hey, this guy. Ca uh, Captain Planet... You can you can hurt Captain Planet by throwing mud on him. <laughs> like, Captain Planet, it, it was the worst super... I know, I, I, I think it was a uh, invention by Ted Turner, but, yeah. uh... Like, like you, you get Captain Planet dirty, and he's weakened. <laughs> His kryptonite is mud. Yeah. Like, like, like how, how is that your superhero? Like, I can't fly anywhere smog, smoggy, guys. Yeah. Well, then you're not a very good pollution superhero, <laughs> are you? Yeah, like, how are you going to solve the problem when the problem hurts you? It's like, it'd be like if Superman's biggest weakness was crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, you're not really going to help anything, yeah. are you? Or, or uh, yeah, like I, and so it's almost like the uh, the the planeteers have just used the like one had, had could harness fire like they, these people could have just used their uh, like their their the innate powers, powers yeah. just to solve whatever problem like one had the power of heart like he could just go to the bad guy and just shoot his uh, heart laser at him and say heart like, attack like well <laughs> okay you weren't you weren't going that uh, way. I was gonna be like. Or like it's pretty much a Jedi mind trick. Mind trick. Like you know, you're not gonna be an asshole anymore. 
I will not be an asshole anymore. That's, he's the most devious one of all. Of I know. He, he brainwash people. Yeah. But you don't really need Captain Planet to do all yeah. that. Like, you use up all your power to summon this guy, and he's immediately Useless. beaten. Yeah. yeah. Beaten by, uh, by uh, the, the sandwich that made that uh, chief cry. <laughs> oh, you summoned me too close to a dump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It smells bad here. Can we find somewhere clean? <laughs> Oh no, there's too much plastic in the oceans. I won't be able to fight here. Oh, oh, there's too much chewing gum on the floor here. Oh, please, no. Well, why don't you summon me somewhere cleaner? Oh no, oh, look at all the diesel coming from that truck engine. Oh, he's rolling coal. I'll never stop him. <laughs> Like, yeah, you could just fire and just blow up the truck, and there's you your could, problem solved. Like, like you, you could defeat uh, Captain Planet with a can of hairspray. <laughs> oh, I hope that doesn't have chlorofluorocarbons in it. <laughs> mm, it's very bad for the ozone layer. <laughs> we used up all of our fucking ring power to bring you here. Are you going to do something? But it's so dirty everywhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going back to the ring. Oh, please wipe your feet before you come in. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, I love it. Cloverfield. Yes, it was an okay movie. That's uh, about it. Yeah, it was okay. I, I think very, uh, very much worth the watch. Uh, the Mystique was probably better than the movie itself, but it was a, an interesting experiment yeah. in that kind of field, and it kind of delivered with what it, it yeah. was promising. Hey, I, don't, I, I don't think it uh, uh, it deserved uh, all the, you know all the flack it got. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I and uh, yeah, if you haven't watched it, give it a go. All right, so uh, that'll be it for us. Don't forget to uh, follow us on Spotify or on our pod on Podbean. Yep. And uh, now and, uh, dig on this .com. And definitely give us your take. Yeah. Did you like Cloverfield, or did you think it was actually kind of crummy? And do you did you like Captain Planet, or did you think <laughs> he was a bit of a wimp? So let us know these hot takes. All right. Take it easy, everybody. A toodaloo. That'll hold a little SOPs.